gonna tell you a story About a woman I know I come loving She steals the show She ain't exactly pretty Ain't exactly small Phone two third nine fifty six. You can say she got it
Shotgun as always, especially when mama's not home. The Wonder Dog Bubba. Yes, yes, I'm talking about you, sir. So he picks his head up and is like, yeah, all right, fuck off. Uh, all kinds of stuff to talk about today on the show. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, do I get to go off on people. We do have listener mail today as well, and... Just just the world of sports in general is just, oh, it's so fucked right now. Uh, that's all, that, I mean, really it is. Uh, let's say some good morning, shall we, here? First one here. Uh, looks like Hangtown Gents is happy hump day ass. Well, happy hump day, hump day, hump day to you as well. Now, we have to go back since you're first here. We're learning Chinese. Um... Uh, this is going to be a long one. Ready for this one? This one is careful, you jackass. Careful, you jackass. 小心点,你这笨蛋. Oh, boy. One more time. Well, well, just, for the, just for the right pronunciation. Careful, you jackass. Okay, we we got it. Thank you, sister. Appreciate that. Here on the most educational show on the internet today. I'm going to hell for that one. Uh, All right, let's see. Straight Fire says, I'm here, Jen. We're all here for another great show. Andrew in the house says, happy... Pump day! Pump day! Chaos is ensuing. Office drama is turned to 11, but at least I have some ass to distract me. Well, that's what I'm here for, my friend. Oh, I can imagine how busy you are. Wow. The tens of dollars of damage it's done in Puerto Rico. Derek says, good morning, ass family, and happy... Pump day! Pump day! Pump day! Battleborn says, morning, ass family, happy... Pump day! Now go find a leg and get to humping, you filthy animals. Cowboys Girl says, good morning, ass family, happy... Pump day! Pump! Um, let's see, uh, Cowboys Girl says, Jen, I was here three hours ago, I was sleeping. Yeah, a lot of people were, I was. Oh, my lucky stars! The one... The only bratty kid is in the house. Hey, you ever accidentally masturbate to young pictures of your mom? What? What the fuck starts a conversation like that? I uh, just sat down. Wow, okay. Uh, no, 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 I don't. But uh, I hope you have a spectacular day today. Uh, let's see. Who doesn't love Chris Cornell's boy? Yeah. Oh, man. 
Gold says, good morning, y'all. Swoosh says, morning, ass family, and happy hump a day. Hump day. Hump day. Hump day. Oh, where do I start? Where do I start with the stupidity? You know, you know what? Let, let, let's start with this stupid thing here. You know what? Let, let, let's just get this out of the way. Because it is leading the headline. I mean, headlines. Is everybody, great, everybody just geared up for it? Tom Brady and Giselle Boonchigan are getting a divorce. I know. I I know. I know. I mean, who could have ever thought that this guy who was madly in love with Bridget Moynihan and had a baby with Bridget Moynihan could ever leave Bridget Moynihan? Oh, and then Giselle popped up. Now, now look. I don't know what this is over. But let, 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 let's, let, let's have a little fun with this. Let's play this out. So does it turn out that Tom was getting ass on the side? And, and, and if he was, I mean... Duh, duh, duh. fucking Tom Brady, man. Brady's a good-looking dude, and he's Tom Brady. Now, if it turns out that Giselle was getting some ass on the side... She was a supermodel. She needs people fucking doting over her. If it's solely because he wanted to go back to playing football, then she's just kind of an egotistical bitch. I mean, I mean, look here. I'm sure that Tom and his, you know, Northern California roots... He wants to be there at all times with uh, old Junior and Junior and, oh, the other one he visits every once in a while. Look, they've got plenty of money for nannies, and I'm sure that they have an abundance of them. I guess that's why she wasn't at the game. Yeah, probably. She's probably sold her season tickets. I bet it's because he went and saw Bridget Moynihan instead of Giselle that one day off he had. If it if it comes down to that, then look, their marriage wasn't that strong to begin with. And 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 let's see who's gonna who's gonna end up in better shape. Let's see, Giselle, who's still a supermodel, she's going to go out and make millions and millions of dollars and pretty much get hooked up with any guy that she wants to. And then there's ugly old Tom Brady that in retirement, can you imagine in retirement him going around not strapped down by kids? But by the wife, Tom Brady would get more. Tom Brady, we'd be entering Brad Pitt ass area. He's Tom Brady. And people might hate him, but he might be the luckiest man ever. I mean, think about how lucky this guy is. 
he's lucky with the fact that that he was a, a really kind of a a, a wasted draft pick because he was a backup at Michigan until his senior year, and luckily he got picked in the seventh and final round. Lucky that that. Drew Bledsoe got blowed the fuck up on the sideline one game, and Tommy Brady comes in and never looks back. Pretty lucky that kind of a goofy-looking dorky dude landed Giselle and all the ass that he has landed. Pretty damn lucky. I got to tell you that. I, I would take some of that luck. Oh, my God. Oh, God. Oh, man. I'm calling it right now. 10-5-22. Tom Brady will be dating Kim Kardashian in the next nine months. Oh, dear Lord. Oh, God. No, Tom. No. Tom, that could end the luck streak. Tom, that will end the luck streak. You cannot go down the Kardashian Boulevard. Oh, man. Boy, that's one of the best guesses I've seen in a long time. Imagine if she had just sold pictures of her, her butthole. I'm rich, bitch. Uh, they'll both be fine without each other. It's sad for the kids. Should have put his family first. He already had his time shining football like Brett Favre. Sixth round, but who's counting? Okay, you're right. Six, my, my bad. Uh, Kim is trash. Oh, God. Oh, man. Tom, don't do that. Don't. Don't, don't, don't. None of the Kardashians. Not Chloe. Not Kim. Oh, oh I, and you know what? I can see this now. I can see Tom on the phone with his publicist right now. Hey, can you get me a... Kardashian's number, I hear she's pretty loose. <laughs> I mean, like, the, the, I mean, you're Tom Brady. You show up. <laughs> Let's play this out. Tom Brady shows up for his date with, with Kim Kardashian. And, well, we pretty much know that Tom, Tom only goes on dates if he knows he's going to score. So what does Tom do when he sits down? Yeah, I've seen your work. Uh, you're not too bad. Take it in the face pretty well. I mean, I mean, he doesn't sit down and go, oh, hi, how are you? How's your cosmetics line going? Tom ain't got time for that. Oh, God almighty, I see this happening. Steph, you got it. You nailed that one. Now, you are a soothsayer. We might as well just say they're together right now. I mean, I, I, I see this happening more than the sun rising tomorrow. Ah, swoosh. Swoosh, Pete, Pete, Pete uh, Davidson, not black. Chris Humphreys, not black. Look, look, I have long, long done this, and I'm going to do it for you again here. There's this thing that's known as the Kardashian curse. Okay? Now now look here. It's bad and it's real. 
okay? First of all, the only one it didn't kind of affect is is that the, the Courtney's husband, the Scott Disick character, but he's like a raging alcoholic. But, you know, whatever. Pete Davidson's not black. Um, but we start with Kim. Kim and Ray J. Ray J was the next up-and-coming thing, and lo and behold, Kardashian curse hit him. He's nobody now. He just lives off the residuals of the sex tape. And yes, it still makes money because stupid people pay for pornography. Um, then we go to Reggie Bush. Reggie Bush, Ogre, Buenos Dias. Reggie Bush won the Heisman Trophy. He's going to be the, the greatest running back ever. And then all of a sudden, investigation. Yeah, Reggie was getting paid at USC. They yanked that title from him. They yanked it. He fell a bunch of draft spots. Kardashian, curse. Then she got married to Chris Humphreys. He was an up-and-coming NBA player. Kardashian curse happened. He was only in the league for another year or so. Probably because she was boning so many guys on the side. Um, I mean, Kanye, look, look, look what she did to Kanye. She drove him crazy. Motherfucker ended the show after three and a half minutes. Chloe Kardashian, her curse. She was married to Lamar Odom. What happened when they broke up? Lamar Odom fucking took boner pills from a gas station before going to a brothel. Motherfucker had a stroke in a brothel. And the biggest one of all the curses ever existed is for a guy by the name of Bruce Jenner. The curse was so bad with the mama hen that he cut his ding-dong off. Curse. Please, Tom, don't do this. I, I, I can see it all. I, oh, I, I see it all unfolding now. Tom and Kim get together. And old videotapes and things come out from Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. And it's Lance Armstrong all over again. We stripped Tom Brady of everything. Lamar also smoked crack. Yeah, very true. And and was drinking a lot. Oh, that would be the... Uh, I mean, for Tom to go to from Giselle to Kim Kardashian... He went from Victoria's Secret to Wish. That's not the way to go, Tom. Was Cardi B unavailable? <laughs> oh, Tom. Tom, you're going to be fine. Just just call up a, your pal Brad Pitt. Maybe you guys could go out one night. Man, oh man, to get the, the throw away from that crowd. Guys like John Hamm aren't allowed in that club that night. Nope, sorry. Brad and Tom are here. Tom Cruise shows up just for good measure. Why not? Everybody needs a funny little short guy around. 
Tom Brady fucking throws Tom Cruise. Spirals him to Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt's got them good Missouri hands. Oh. See, see, that's a Saturday Night Live bit right there. Oh, boy. What did, wait, Joe Biden befuddles with abortion tweet? Uh, invoking comparisons to the Almighty. I thought this was a parody account. Oh, no, Joe. My dad used to say, Joey, don't compare me to the Almighty. Compare me to the alternative. And here's the deal. Democrats want to codify Roe. Republicans with a national ban on abortion. The choice is clear. So we're, somebody said, so we're supposed to compare you to Satan. <laughs> Joe, how did I, I thought I thought it was a parody account. Oh, I don't know these wacky goddamn phones. Can't you see? Isn't this the best part about Joe Biden as president? We all kind of see the day-to-day because we've all seen enough sitcoms to know what kind of a crotchety old bastard he is. Somebody, Mr. Mr. President, you need your glasses. Ah, goddamn my glasses. I don't need those sons of bitches. You know what I need? I need another little drink here, hon. He wiggles the glass. Get it from the colored girl. Because <laughs> you know he talks that way. Come on. Tom Brady and Leo going to pass around models until they turn 25. Triple T says, I'm the short, funny guy. <laughs> Joe says, Satan and I go way back. We go back a long way. She was 12, I was 30, but anyway. Oh, my God, pedophile This woman humor. helped me get an awful lot done. Anyway. Oh, I bet you she did. Oh, was it that you got done? Oh, Joe. Oh, I thought it was the parody account. Compare me to the alternative. All right, you are Satan then. Wants to push the killing of onion with any instructions of the entire nine months of pregnancy with tax dollars to start. It, look, look, the abortion thing is starting to ramp up again. I knew it would. I don't think it. I don't think it's anything to get too too worried about. Because honestly, look, look, it comes down to a state's rights issue. That's what it should come down to. You shouldn't want the federal government telling you what you can and cannot do with your bodies. I don't know why you'd want the state government to tell you what you can and can't do with the state, but that will be up to you and how you vote in whatever state you want to live in. Because, you see, that would give the states more rights than the federal government, which is what it should be. But I know, I know, they're going to ban ectopic pregnancies. Now I'm an expert on saying the word, even though I didn't know the word, you know, four months ago. 
Which, by the way, that's not true. That's not an abortion because a, a fetus has to be in the womb for it to be an abortion. And when it's birthed outside of the womb, it's no longer an abortion. It's a life-saving procedure. So there you go. There you go. And, you know, if smart people decided to use their smarts for good, instead of bickering over left versus right bullshit politics, and they should sit there and they should have a conversation about these uh, women that are forced to carry the baby even though the baby has died inside them the entire time. If we can have some actual conversations about that, I think that would be grand. Maybe y'all can figure out an optical, a perfect number of months or weeks that, hey, you're pregnant, okay, now you've gotten over the initial shock of it. Uh, do you want to keep it or do you want to let go? I think if we were to talk it all out, man, oh, man, some smart people would really get ahead in this world. But I know, I know, I'm I'm pissing in the wind right now. Oh, speaking about Joe Biden and his stupid friends. Oh, God almighty. I've been waiting for this. Oh, God. Allegedly, Joe Biden met with the good Reverend Al Sharpton on September 2nd and said he will be running for a, 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 the presidency in 2024. So in the words of my late friend Aretha Franklin, show some R-E-S-P-I-C-T. Come on, man. Because if we can't believe Al Sharpton, who can we believe? He was meeting with Sharpton and other prominent civil rights leaders. What about uh, getting their taxes done? I mean, come on. Like, like the FBI is right there. The, the, the government's right there. The Treasury Department's right there. Mr. President, you just hired 85,000 new Treasury agents. How about going after the guy who owes like $7 million? An official from Sharpton's National Action Network has said that Biden told the leader, I'm going to do it again. Even though nothing has been made official. But, you know, Al just wants to let you know. Yeah, he told me, dog. He told me. So in the words of my late friend Aretha Franklin, show some R-E-S-P-I-C-T. What in the blue Jiminy Christmas is wrong with you? I was thinking about this. I, I mean, I we need to call Al Sharpton out on, on, on just on how black he is. You say that you're friends with Aretha Franklin. You say you're friends with her. Most people know the damn song. And you say you are friends with her and you spell it this way? So in the words of my late friend Aretha Franklin, show some R-E-S-P-I-C-T. No! No, honky! I'll say it. 
Al Sharpton is a cracker. He is a cracker. It's Ebonics. Respect, bitch. Alicia, how are you? Uh, Sawyer's dad says, good morning, Arnie. Wait a second. Did Al Sharpton just... Yes, yes, he did. He, he did. So in the words of my late friend Aretha Franklin, show some R-E-S-P-I-C-T. What the fuck is wrong with you? You're the leader of black communities. You have to know the song. R-E-S-P-I-C-T. It it doesn't even, I, I mean, it doesn't even fit. Um... Let's make sure he spelled it wrong. Twice for you, Al. In a song that you've heard a billion times, that means you know how to spell respect two billion times. And we're going to believe that you know that Joe Biden is running for president again. Okay. But if Al Sharpton says so, if Al Sharpton and his... Honky Action Network now. <laughs> he lost every bit of credibility. He lost every bit of street, every bit of hood he ever had with me. He can make up his Nipsey Russell rhymes all the times, but man, oh man, is he shitty. Obviously, he did not know what it found out means to her. Aretha was racist. She clearly spells it wrong. <laughs> Who's more retarded, Al Sharpton or Joe Biden? Boy, that's a pick em. That is a pick em. You know what? I'm going to have to see him dance. I'm going to have to see a dance-off between Joe Biden and Al Sharpton. Boy, that would be awesome. How awesome would that be? Instead of a debate, they do a dance-off. Like old school breaking or 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 breaking two electric boogaloo. I don't know if you were a bigger fan of one or the other. They were both great street dance movies, in my opinion. 
Breaking 2 Electric Boogaloo actually did surpass Breaking 1. Could you imagine that? I'm, I'm, I mean, I, <laughs> you get Al up there, or not Al, you, you, you get Joe Biden up there. Uh, and, and we'll see, we'll start with this, uh, how about we start with this? Hey, yeah, I want to shoot, baby, shoot. I mean, I mean, could you could you see that? Could you just see Joe Biden in a dance off? Oh my god. Oh, that would be that would be the greatest thing ever. Instead of the debates this year, we're going to have a dance off. First thing Joe comes out in letter letterman's jacket. Gold chains and, and he's dancing to this. Chillin', chillin', my oh. oh, if he came out and did the Oh here we go, ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only Joe Biden. You packed in your stack, especially in the back, brother. Wanna thank your mother for a butt like that. Can I get some fries with the shake shake beauty? If looks could well I like them real. Can I get a Hit the skins for the hell of it, just for the yell I get. For the smell of it, you want my body oh. the Joe Biden doing the finger smell on the stage. Ooh. Ooh. And then, like, like in the second part of the dance off, oh, this is this is the debate system. They have to like pick what their next one is. Oh God! And this would be oh, this would be so fantastic. Uh, Joe comes out. They they've got a big fan on stage. His shirt is blowing in the Let wind. Let me be your hero. Let me be your president. Shirt's blowing. Would you dance if I asked you to dance? Would you get a shot? Would you run? Oh. Never look back. Would you, Would you cry? Vote for me if you saw me crying. Would you save my soul tonight? And then the final thing he gets to pick his own, and that's where they 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 let it go too long, because he comes out. He honkifies this dance too much. Higher, higher, 
and the estate of Elvis Aaron Presley sues them for what he did to that song. Oh, I think we're on to comic gold here. Saturday Night Live, if you need me to write for you. I look, look, it's not going to be too expensive. Whatever your top writer makes, double that. And then I'll, I'll write the skits from here. And they'll, they'll be all Joe Biden skits, so you can blame a crazy conservative from Texas for saving your show. But the skits will be funny, and I will make fun of everyone because that's what I think funny is. Yes, a presidential dance-off. Oh, my God. Joe Biden, oh, that's my hip. That's my hip. I mean, if this guy can't ride a bicycle, there ain't no way he's doing the running man. I have to say that my my hero worship has never been astounding for this next person that we're going to talk about. I, 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 I have a lot of respect for what he did for the industry that I fell in love with and I ended up dedicating my life to, and that's the broadcasting industry. Um, he made a lot of strides for the industry, but he he quit halfway through the race. And I got it. He was tired of getting targeted by the FCC and the federal government. And he saw the the end. He, he saw what was being written on the wall that nobody else in radio really saw. And that was that the Internet was going to clobber everybody. And it did. Especially radio. And when Howard went to Sirius, I, I lost a, a, a lot of respect for that because... He was taking a, a bullshit money grab instead of what I think he should have done was fight even harder because I think he's somebody that could have made a difference in that fight, but I think he got tired of it, and I, I understand. I, I get it. Now, he wanted to make his money, and he wanted to be a gazillionaire, and, well, he became a gazillionaire. But I tell you what, as somebody who's talked a lot of shit in his career I'll back my shit up. Howard Stern left his house for the first time in two and a half years. I mean... They're invited out to dinner by their dear friends, Jimmy Kimmel and Jennifer Aniston. Oh, and John Hamm was there, I guess. Jason Bateman and Justin Theroux. They went and ate at Laser Wolf in Williamsburg, Brooklyn. He admitted Monday that the outing was emotionally exhausting and it was the first time in two years that I ventured out of the house due to COVID. I don't want to get COVID. Oh, the COVID. COVID's bad. Oh, the COVID. It's killing everybody. Oh, wait, it's not. The germaphobe now has been recording his program from his mansion. 
revealed that he showed that his father, Ben, died of COVID uh, this year. Well, that and the fact that your father was like 95 years old. I mean, damn. And, and to say that he's turned into a puss is an understatement. I mean, this is a guy who's afraid to leave his mansion. Howard, if you could have gotten COVID. You might have had it not known, dude. I don't wish COVID on Howard. I wish the flu on him. You know, a real illness. Sue says, somehow Arnie and I survived, LOL. I, I mean, this is this is so funny. Everybody used to be like, oh, Howard's a man. Howard's a tough guy. Howard, you know, he speaks his mind. Howard's a fucking lazy pussy. Howard's a lazy pussy who's gotten involved with Jimmy Kimmel, and they talk about subjects that are over their heads. The end. Stick to dick and fart jokes, boys. Jimmy Kimmel being the, the, the real mouthpiece of the Democratic Party is one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my entire life. The things they've allowed him to get a pass on. I want you to think about how protected Jimmy Kimmel is. He did the man show. Where the segment was just called Girls on Trampolines. And it was girls with big boobs jumping on trampolines. They had a derelict kid, the man show boy. Who would try to get people to buy beer for him on the street. I mean, the show was fantastic. And it was all, I mean, it was so male-centered. It was such a fucking chauvinistic pig show. And yes, I loved it. And it was tried to be rebooted by, by Joe Rogan and Doug Stanhope, and they just couldn't do it. The magic wasn't there like with Corolla and Kimmel. And then he did blackface. He made fun of Carl Malone. And if you if you if you watch the video and he the way he talks, he does not talk like Carl Malone talks. But hey, we give you a pass on that one too, big guy. I want to know what Jimmy Kimmel has. I keep I find it funny keep people dropping uh, Kimmy, Jimmy Kimmel's name being a pedophile who went to Epstein Island, but he doesn't threaten to sue. You know, that's the thing with these celebrities. And that's what sucks about being one of these quote-unquote celebrities is that you do have to watch your name. And there's a lot of people that have been allegedly named. It's funny you bring that up, V. Coop. That have been allegedly named to this, yet there have been no lawsuits. We've all seen, like, the the flight records that they quote-unquote released, and we've seen some of the names. But nobody's ever sued. 
Nobody said, hey, wait a second. My name was on there, and I was never on there. And that's usually how you can tell if it's a true story or not. And let me just tell you real quick. If my name was allegedly on a flight list, flight list that said I was going to an, uh, an island that had underage girls on there, and I was someone of importance, and I held a lot of people's jobs under my fingers, yes, I would do everything I could to sue to stop that from happening. Ain't nobody doing that, though. It's not what he's got. It's what they got on him. Uh, they might. I mean... Look, and, and, and everybody wants to say, oh, Jimmy Kimmel's a good guy. I mean, Jimmy Kimmel's not a good guy. Remember his first for, foray into all this was he, he was the host of Ben Stein's Money. He started in radio. And that's what made me always root for him because he's a guy who started out in radio. Went made to Ben Stein's Money, then he got the man show. And then he got the... the the, the late night show, and I, I never understood how he got that because I didn't think he was that funny on his own. And when that show first started, he was Jimmy Kimmel being Jimmy Kimmel. And then somewhere in there, he switched and became very political. Now, you remember back when, and he was also picking games on Fox, what Rob Riggle does or whoever does it now on their Sunday morning show. Um... He was that wacky guy that made fun of Terry Bradshaw and and Howie Long. And, oh, how the bit has changed in those 20-plus years. But he had a family. He had a family when he was doing the man show. And then all of a sudden, you know, he gets his late-night show, and now he's single, Jimmy Kimmel. And then he meets, like, the love of his life, he says. And they have wonderful children, unlike the children he had with the previous marriage. Like, Jimmy Kimmel's not the, this, this altar boy. And it makes me mad because he was funny at one time. I, I, I don't like when comics get woke or, or they start to think about their jokes and, oh, you know, there are people that, that, that feel that joke. You know, stop that. Because once you start giving a joke so much life, you, you take on this importance that you really don't get. You're not that important. As a comedian, you need to know that you're not that important. You might have a lot of fans. They might repeat your jokes and things like that. But they're repeating your jokes. They find you to be hysterical, humorous, whatever. And that's the best it's going to be. And it's pretty damn good. But people aren't going to come running to you for advice because you're the funny guy. And stay being the funny guy. Don't be the woke guy. Don't start thinking about, oh, oh man. I mean, the, the latest thing that happened in Hollywood that just made me hate celebrities was this thing a few weeks ago when this thing where um uh what what's the cat's name the uh oh james franco is gonna play um fidel castro and john leguizamo came out and he goes he's not even latino or latinx or whatever they want to be called 
And it, it, it started this whole conversation, this whole stupid conversation of actors and roles they probably wouldn't have taken because the looking back, you know. And Tom Hanks came out and said he wouldn't have taken the role in Philadelphia because he's not gay. So only gay guys can play gay characters. So gay guys can't play straight characters in movies. Well, that's going to fuck a lot of them up. That 401k is going to get drained a lot sooner. And they started all this talk. And and Tom Hanks said, oh, there's a few movies. So you wouldn't do Forrest Gump because you don't have, you know, you're, you're, you're not... You know, on the on the the spectrum, you gonna give that Oscar back too? What's up, sassy Pammy? Company controls the narrative. He could have left, but he sold out. Oh, Jimmy Kimmel did sell out. Yeah, and this whole talk of oh, I I wouldn't I wouldn't do this. I wouldn't do. This. Shut up. Shut up. You made the decision to play the character and live with it. How come nobody ever asked Robert Downey Jr. anything about Tropic Thunder? Anybody? How come anybody hasn't said anything to Robert Downey Jr. publicly and it's been questioned. See another one that's protected? I don't understand this. I thought the whole point of acting was to portray a character, not play yourself. It, that, that's what it used to be, Jen. If actors continue to think this way, who's going to play Shrek? Oh, I look. This is this is one of these silly arguments that they have in Hollywood because they can have these arguments in Hollywood. I mean, I could go back and, and look at Tom Hanks and go, look, you can't play fucking Woody anymore because you were never a wooden doll. Poof, I'm taking that paycheck away from you now. How you like that, pal? It's so asinine. It's so stupid. But hey, congratulations, Howard, for finally leaving your house. Now, I saw this story. This is fantastic. (laughs) A man in New York State claims to have made $21,000 during a gun buyback program by 3D printing over 100 lower receivers and turning them over to the police. I 3D printed a bunch of lower receivers and frames for two different kind of firearms. He printed them on a $200 3D printer he received as a gift for Christmas, made the six-hour drive to Utica where the Utica Police Department was hosting a gun buyback program. And he got paid twenty one grand. Oh, that's fantastic. That is fantastic. 
Ended with a guy and a lady from the budget office coming around with the 42 gift cards and counting them out. Ken said $21,000 in $500 gift cards. He even laughed when they claimed that the program was success. He says they're not doing anything to reduce crime, and they aren't. That is funny. That's why it's called acting. You're not the person you're portraying in the movie. What about John Wayne, Jen? He always played himself just a different name and costume. Now you stop that. John Wayne played a, a great American. That's what he played. He played an American. By the way, have y'all seen this new this new 1967? I know it, it's weird to say, it's a new 1967 Ford Mustang, and it's all. I mean, it, this thing looks this thing looks amazing, and it's built with modern specs and all that kind of stuff. And I guess it's battery operated, so it's an electric car. Cost four hundred thousand dollars. Yikes. Oh, Ford currently offers the electric uh, Mustang Mach three SUV, but recently unveiled a new gasoline fueled two door and says it has no immediate plans for this. Oof, boy, that is a sweet looking car. Minus the fact it's run by a battery. Clearly, you've never seen Hitari, where he plays a tough animal wrangler, or The Quiet Man, where he plays a tough boxer in Ireland. Totally different roles. Boom. <laughs> oh, that is funny. Um, oh, by the way, speaking of gun crimes and things like that, um, this is good news to report that the FBI is undercounting the number of times armed citizens have thwarted active shooters. In a new report from the Crime Prevention Research Center, Sepulchrook argues that the FBI's data contains massive errors, shocking, when tracking active shooting incidents, undercounting how often armed citizens have thwarted active shooting situations. Data released by the nonprofit shows that 34% of active shootings were thwarted. Wow. 34% were thwarted by armed citizens? I didn't think the number would be that high. However, FBI data shows only 4% of active shootings were thwarted by armed citizens. They say all 360 active shooter incidents between 2014 and 2021, with 124 being stopped by armed citizens. Wow. That's pretty, that, that's pretty awesome to think about that. That armed Americans are taking care of business. Do 
Christian, so afraid of John Wayne and Westerns that she ran back to Virginia over the opposite coast thousands of miles away. Except for that one time John Wayne played Genghis Khan, probably what caused his death, too. That's what you get when filming a movie on a nuclear testing range. John Wayne usually played a two-eyed cowboy, but in one film he had an eye patch. Totally different roles. Amen to that. He played Rooster Cogburn. Hell, he had to play a Green Beret. A Green Beret is not a cowboy. Green Beret is a Green Beret. Oh, what are we going to... I I don't know which of these two stories is dumber. Is it the assholes in Lee County, Florida, who are looting? And by the way, they're illegal aliens that are looting in Florida right now. Oh, my God. Um... Officials in Lee County are warning that not all post-hurricane Ian looters may get off as lucky as the jailed accused scavengers. Omar Mejia Ortiz was arrested along with 20-year-old Brandon Marcicio and something else. Lee County Sheriff deputies arrested all four on burglary in an unoccupied structure during a state of emergency. Uh. Um, the sheriff went on to say, as far as looting, we have law and order in Lee County. We have law and order in our great state of Florida, and we will we'll always <laughs> have it. Right now, we have our cases of looting, and I'm proud to say that they're behind bars where they belong. Our residents are going to be safe. He then issued a warning that, hey, we are still a gun-friendly state, and I'm not playing. You might walk in. You might get carried out. Uh, he might walk in and you might get carried out. Oh. Build that wall around Florida. No shit. Good Lord. How how do you I I I mean these are illegals? Man, oh, you're looting your 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 not even neighbors? Wait, you're going to get them on the side of immigration quickly. I mean, that's pretty low, looting and and hurricane ravaged. And by the way, what are you going to get? I mean, the electronics are all ruined. Let's go through this. If the people have been evacuated, they're going to take most of their good stuff, you know, thinking the worst is going to happen to their house. So you ain't going to get be getting none of the family jewels. But do you think that they're just going to leave like a million dollars sitting behind? What are you looting for? Cookies? <laughs> like, like I, I'm kind of lost here. I guess when you have nothing, then anything will do. 
but you're you're looting in in houses that are washed out and and rained on. You gonna get some clothes? Okay, I guess. I mean, I mean, if you're stealing pots and pans, I I, I can't help you then. That that's just stupid. Is there punishment to be shipped to Chicago? Oh, shit. Here you go. You want real crime. Here's some fucking crime. Oh. I, I'm glad that this is finally being admitted. It's something that we have talked about on this show forever. As I refer to Joe Biden's cabinet as the United Colors of Benetton, because it's all about diversity. Well, the Biden administration wants federal government to be diversity equity model for the nation. We want to hire people that are not qualified for jobs, but we want to hire them based on their sexual preference, how they identify, all the shit that we like to make up. You, what do you want to be in charge of? I've always dreamed of being a cross-dresser and (laughs) working in nuclear waste. Poof! You're our czar on nuclear waste. What about you, biker from the village people? Well, now that my singing career is over, I want to help men that get monkeypox. Well, poof, you are in charge of monkeypox, sir. Oh, yes, I I used to be a man, but now I want to be a woman. Bam! Assistant Director of Health and Human Services. Thank you, Admiral. Hey, look at that. There's my little buddy Pete from the campaign trail. Pete, what are you up to? Well, uh, well, Mr. President-elect, uh, I'm no longer the mayor because I gave that up running for president, and uh, I didn't really have anything to fall back on. Well, I, you know what, little buddy? i tell you what. I need a transportation secretary. Will you be my gal pal there in the secretary's office? Because he's totally qualified for that job. (laughs) I talk in circles and make absolutely no sense and they suck a lot of dick. Bam, you're vice president. I I mean, honest to God, you look at it and it's like, I guess the the new Supreme Court justice had a little bit of a blunder yesterday, her first day on the, and and, and stop it. Look, it, that's like the dream job. You got to think those people that are up there have busted their ass for that. And that is something that they achieved. They achieved a very, very lofty goal. And for her to be scared or nervous up there first day, I totally get it. Let her go. I don't care that she's not leaning my way on anything. I, I don't care about that. It's her first day. But, yeah, I'm, I'm glad the administration has come out and said that they want theirs to be, you know, all that kind of good stuff. All right, 
Phone number is 775-357-FANS, arnieradio1 at gmail.com. You can hit me up on Mixler, or you can always write me, arnieradio1 at gmail.com. That's where we got listener mail coming up next.
An old cowboy went riding out one dark and windy day Up on a ridge he rested as he went along his way When all at once a mighty herd of red-eyed cows he saw Plowing through the ragged skies And up a cloudy draw Their brands were still on fire and their hooves were made of steel Their horns were black and shiny and their hot breath he could feel A bolt of fear went through him as they thundered through the sky For he saw the riders coming hard And he heard their mournful cry Their eyes were blurred, their shirts all soaked with sweat He's riding hard to catch that herd, but he ain't caught them yet Cause they've got to ride forever on that range up in the sky All the horses snorting fire As they ride on, hear their cry Rider floated on by him, he heard one call his name If you want to save your soul from hell riding on our range Then cowboy, change your ways, if they are with us you will ride Trying to catch the devil's herd Across these endless skies Yippee-i-o
And I don't mind them switching sides and standing up for things they believe in. When they're running down my country, man, they're walking on the fight beside me. Yeah, walking on the fight inside of me. Running down with life, I'm fighting and falling down deep. If you don't love it, leave it. Let this song I'm singing be a warning. You running down my country, man, you walking on the fight inside me. Some squirrely guy who claims he just don't believe in fight. And I wonder just how long the rest of us can count on being free. They love our milk and honey, but they preach about some other way of living. When they're running down my country horse, they're walking on the fight inside of me. Yeah, walking on the fight inside of me Running down with life I'm fighting in a far-dyed key If you don't love it, leave it Let this song I'm singing be a warning When you running down my country, man You walking on the fight inside of me Yeah, walking on the fight Inside me Running down with life I'm fighting in for that key If you don't love it, leave it Let this song I'm singing be warned When you running down my country, man You walking on right inside me Ready, get set, go! The Artie State Show. Right now. 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 Call 775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. Uh, welcome back to the big show here on a wonderful, beautiful... Hump day! Hump day! Hump day! Oh, the weather's starting to get a little cooler. It's nice. Nice out there. If I ever go out, I try not to go out too much. I don't want to catch COVID. <laughs> I don't have anywhere to go. Uh, it is, uh, it's Wednesday today. Usually we do listener mail on Tuesday, but we were backed up because Monday's show got thrown into such a, a clusterfuck. So uh, today we will be doing listener mail, which is brought to you by our, our, our wonderful sponsors each and every week here. JS Floors, the best flooring store in the West. Let me tell you about the rest. The rest, my friends, oh, when you have them over, they take pictures of the inside of your house, and then they sell it to bathhouse operators, and now bathhouses across this country look like your living room. Yeah, there's all kinds of tawdry shit going on in these bathhouses that look like your living room, and that's because the rest sold them these pictures so they could keep funding their meth and old age porn habits. It's disgusting. 
You know who doesn't have a, a, an old age porn habit? My good friend Jesse. More meth. He doesn't have that either. He wants to put in great floors. He doesn't care about what your house looks like. And I can guarantee you he's never been to a men's bathhouse. Give him a call at 775-267-4123. The restless and the Kanye. The rest have been busy all week in their new job doing IT for an England-based audio streaming service. Oh yes. Uh, all right. Uh, you know what? We gotta start with we gotta start with a song today uh, before we even get to mail. Uh, let me see if I can find them. Oh, it's down here. The good one's down here. Yeah. Oh, there's the good one right there. When you're busy dealing with groceries, you can miss a few I'm things. I'm gonna do one today. See, you missed that, didn't you? With Walmart Plus and Home, an associate delivers and puts away your groceries, whether Man, you're home awesome. or not. Hi, Mike. No tips, no markups, no worries. Oh, you let people in your house? That's weird. Okay, here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, <clears throat> a classic. Oh, yeah. You got some problems. I can help you, don't you worry, I'm a trained professional, we've all been there, time after time, now you gotta ask, so I can help you out, ask me now, ask me now, before I fuck up. All your ratings are in the gutter. You sure miss me, that is fucking obvious. Fat and fatter is what you've become. Don't you really miss me when bonus checks come out? Ask me now, ask me now, before I fuck another cow. I've got it in me to do another, another cow, another cow. You hear my voice in the morning hours and miss me. The radio reminds me that I'm in the right place Driving down the road you hear me say all the bad words Like fucking shit, cock and cunt Ask me now, ask me now Before I get a fourth cow That's right, I've done them Continue to do one. I'm fucking a cow. Fucking a cow. He's fucking a cow. We should have known. 
Circling back, was that a Walmart commercial said they'll put your groceries away, like in the house? Have makers of that commercial, they're Walmart employees, and they think people are just going to let them in alone, no worries. Yeah, that's what it was. It showed this, this, this Asian family, and the kids were rambunctious, running over, dad's trying to grab them to settle them down, and there's good old Alice from the local Walmart putting your groceries away. I don't want the the I don't want Alice from the local Walmart and methadone clinic fucking putting my groceries away. I'm sorry. I've seen look look. Now granted I I live in in Hillbillyville now. And the people who work at Walmart are the people you expect to work at Walmart. No, I, I don't want them coming in my house. Not when I'm not there. Oh, just here to put your groceries away. Oh, okay, yeah. That wouldn't be a front for anything. I don't want them knowing know where I live, let alone them case my house and steal my stuff. This would be like having a carny in your house. I think Arnie fucking all these cows has caused beef prices to skyrocket. He's injecting them with value, apparently. Yeah, I, I, I don't want them coming to my house. Wait a second. Wait, hold on. Hey, welcome welcome to Walmart. You just signed up for home secure or home shopping. No, no, this is a new feature that we, we, we you have to take it. Now, we're going to need a copy of your keys. Your, your alarm codes and any kind of combinations you got in the house. Swoosh. 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 You can't ask that question. If you ask that question, I have to... You need to stop being such a cunt. Who gives a key to Walmart? Oh, there's going to be a lot of people. Look, look, oh, there's going to be so many people that do this. They did this with Amazon already. Do you not remember this? Do you not remember when Amazon had had asked for, they wanted in your house to, like, like drop the boxes off? Yeah, that didn't work out too well, did it? No, no, it sure didn't. Hot, mommy, uh, hot Mama says happy hump day. Is that Arnie Goo Beef? There are plenty of people who do this. Oh, God, yes. Look, you know who does this? I'm going to tell you who does this. Look, this is the best thing. I haven't even gotten to the fucking mail yet. We're on this. Young people. I saw uh, there's this Dallas influencer. I don't know what influencers are. I'm sorry. I thought I was kind of hip to that world. Influencers are just people that say I'm an influencer. Like I, I started following this gal who goes to a lot of like a lot of restaurants here in Dallas. And she recently released a video saying how she's like lived in the area now. She she's lived here for like two years, but she's moved three times within that three years or two years. Who who moves that much? 
Like, she moved three times in two years? What kind of fucking terrible tenant are you? But she shows you all the places to go, and it's young people like that. People that, that think that the world is fair. That's who does it. And, and you know what? I, this is awesome. This, this will teach them the real world. That, and, and you know what? I, I root for this. Give all your keys to those people, kids. And you're going to finally find out what the real world means. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm completely in favor of this now. I'll admit to the Walmart delivery uh, being one of my favorite things, but I've always been home for delivery, and we got video cameras. You know, uh, you're being watched as soon as you cross my driveway. Influencers are people who don't have real jobs. Can't wait to see them use their skills when society crashes. I miss when influencer wasn't a job. Yeah, exactly. And this girl, like, like, I mean, she gets... She, she goes to all these restaurants, and I'm glad she does. And she looks like she goes to enjoy these restaurants. But, like, who moves that many times? Well, why can't you be happy? And that's what this younger generation is. They, they, they're fucking, they got ants in their pants. And they don't want to have to do the mundane tasks of grocery shopping. They want it on a tablet, they want to point it out, and then they want it in their fridge. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, I love it. I fucking love it. Now, now, people of Walmart, do not let me down. Now, I said that robberies would go up dramatically during the COVID lockdown, and I was mistaken. I thought that was the perfect time to do it. You could have gotten away. You could have been, you could have been, you, you, you're wearing 48 different masks. They're not going to get any fucking good pictures of you. You look like everybody else. But they didn't go up. So let's hope that this one comes true. That the younger generation decides this is what they want. They want to have Walmart deliver their groceries to their house. And let's watch the home invasions and home robberies fucking soar. I don't think influencer is a proper label. Marionette or puppet seems more appropriate. They distract, moderately entertain, and sometimes get paid to hawk shit. But influencers seem a bit overrated. Well, and they have really no talent. That's the thing that I see with these quote-unquote influencers. They know how to shoot decent videos on their camera. Well, that's a lot of people. I am not one of those people. You're lucky I learned how to even do what I did for that. There are people that have two, three, four, five million followers. Do all fancy kind of stuff. I know I'll never be allowed to get back up that range. That's okay. That's okay. I just can't wait to sue them federally. Next time they take my page down. Like, what real value do they bring to society 
Well, okay, let me stand up for this girl. This, this girl is, it, I found out that there was a Jim Boy's Taco in, in Fort Worth because of her. That's the only Jim Boy's that we have out here. Um, she's, she's shown me some good restaurants and some good places. I mean, she's, she's obviously one of these falutin types that likes to do all the fancy cocktails and goes to the, the fancy, you know, speakeasy, even though there's no such thing as speakeasies anymore, but that, that's a whole different thing. She does all that kind of bullshit. And I guess, okay, that's kind of cool, but you only have like... I remember when it, I, I started first following her when I had like 120,000 people following me before they took my page away from me. And she had like 15,000. I think she's at like 25,000 now. I'm like, really not an influencer. Also, pet ab- uh, abductions. There are going to be a lot of extortions with this delivery service. And, oh, God almighty, please, please let them deliver alcohol. Oh, if they deliver alcohol, that would be fantastic. Give that person an extra five, and they ain't going to card anybody. Your podcast bring news, entertainment, and joy to my work. Well, that's my job. That's what I do. Now, can we get to mail? I mean, my God. We were all stuck on that weird fucking quick commercial from Walmart. I, I love it. Oh, what a beautiful morning. Welcome to Mail Call. All right, scumbag, pay attention. It's time for Mail Call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Uh, this is from Greg. It says, Arnie, things are not the best with my wife's family, and it's their turn to host the holidays. I know it's going to be terrible, but is there any way to get out of it? They have Drizzly out here. It delivers alcohol. I'm so sorry. What, what are you sorry for? When he actually works. Uh, you should sing again, <laughs> LOL. Uh, 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 okay, so that that's the whole letter there. Uh, things are not the best with my wife's family. It's their turn to host the holidays. I know it's going to be terrible, but there's any... You know, let's, let's just pump the brakes on this bullshit, shall we? Since we ain't going to be talking about COVID this year. And no, that's not your one way. Uh, Letter writer, one way to get out of the holidays, COVID. Talk to your wife. That's the thing I don't understand. Why are people willing to sacrifice their time off? My uncle taught me something a long time ago, and it, it stuck with me. I wanted a pair of gargoyle sunglasses when I went to go see him. I went to go see him in Huntington Beach. And he owed me like eight fucking birthdays, so I was getting something good. And he, he goes, that, that, that's what you want? I said, that's what I want. I want the Brian Bosworths. And they were cool. They were the ones that fucking Dale and Hart wore too. And we, we, went to a, we went to a sporting goods store, and boom, they had them. They were like $85. And back at that, $85 was a lot for sunglasses. My uncle had no problem. Boom, paid for it. I was like, we could have probably got those cheaper. He's like, well, we could have, but we'd have to drive around town, and that's going to take time. And how much is your time worth? 
And I remember we found the glasses one more time, and it was at a swap meet, and they were like 45 bucks. And we would save $40 on it, but we spent way more on that and gas and getting to do things that we wanted to do rather than driving around to swap meet after swap meet to see if we'd find them. It was just a little less than he told me. And I, I do that with your time. You've got the holidays coming up. It's supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be cheery. It's supposed to be old anxiety and all that kind of shit, right? Why do you people go ahead and ruin it? Because you're the ones ruining it. You know it's going to be ruined, so guess what? It's already ruined. I couldn't agree more. Talk with your wife. Ready kisses, I'm actually excited about the holidays again. We do have stockings up. Uh, it would be uh, for his wife that he'd sacrifice. That's why I should talk to her. When it gets closer, tell him you tested positive for COVID. Go to the in-laws, tell them how you feel, get kicked out. You won't ever have to worry about it again. You'll also be looking out for a new wife. <laughs> well, this is why you got to talk to your wife. And she knows how bad it is. She, she's, not, she's not blind to the situation. I don't know what the situation is. I don't know what the problem is. But you said things aren't good with your wife's family. She knows that. Say, hey, hon, if you want to go, go. I'm not going to subject myself to that. I don't love you any less for going. It's your family. But I don't want to I, I don't want to I don't want to be a part of it. What's wrong with that? It's the holidays. You put you put so what? I'm is this supposed to be a fun time? Hell no, fuck that shit. You don't want to go, don't go. If she has a problem with it, she has a problem with it. Tell her, hey, you know how, you know, your parents fucking hate me? <laughs> they don't hate you. They just they, they just really, really protected me. Yeah, we've been married for 10 years, and they still treat me like shit. So this is what we're going to do this year. You want to go see them for the holidays? You go. Take the kids. Have fun. I'm not going to go. Now, it leaves her unprotected because all they're going to do is shit can you. Oh, was he just too good to come here this year? Is he just too good for that? I, I, I'm just saying that this is what it could be. Oh, he's not, we're not good enough for him. Your wife's got to say, no, he, you're not. No, no, he, he wants to spend his time with people that like him. I can't blame him. Go over the top, it'll make him uncomfortable. <laughs> the wife sounds like Jay Leno. Hey, hey, uh, Kevin, you know any colored people? <laughs> Get stinking drunk so you don't have to be asked. My mom likes Arnie way more than me. Everybody likes me more. I mean, it's me. But, Greg, I would say talk to your wife. Ask her why does she want to be miserable. I mean, it sounds like she's going to be miserable either way if she goes or if she doesn't go. But if she doesn't go, she won't be miserable. She'll be with you. 
point that out. Your only hope at non-miserable holidays is being home with me, honey. But yeah, you guys, you guys got to talk this stuff out. All right, next one here. Let's see. Uh, back to the mails. And... All right, scumbag, pay attention. It's time for mail call. Get that sandwich out of your pie hole and listen up, maggot. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? Arnie, it looks like October is going to be a better month for movies. This was a terrible summer for movies except Top Gun, Colin Maverick. Have you seen the holiday releases? I, I have not looked. So let's, uh, I know that October is going to be kind of cool because you got the last Halloween or what is alleging to be the last Halloween. I saw something else. What the hell else did I see that I wanted to see this month? God dang it. All right, let's see. Sort by release date. Done. Um, let's see. Friday, October 7th. Oh, that's my dad's birthday. Signs of love. What are these crappy movies? Don't look at the demon dark glasses. Well, that's all crap. All right, let's see. Uh, continuing. Uh, Godfather. I don't know what the hell that is. Billy Joel live at Yankee Stadium. No thanks. Wait, what? Coming soon. Sort by release date. Done. All right, here we go. Accident Man. A Hitman's Holiday. Okay. Looks like another Ryan Reynolds success. Uh, Halloween ends. That comes out Friday, October 14th. You better live up to it. Old Man 3. Wow. Another fucking horror film. Uh, that's October 14th. Let's see what well, we got the 21st. American Murderer. Don't know what that is. Black Adam. The new rock movie. It has been made official. Uh... Confirmed that this is the last Halloween movie until they make the next one. Oh, let's see what else we got. Paul's Promise, My Policeman. Oh, Ticket to Paradise, Julia Roberts and George Clooney. No, oh, that'll be a flop. Yeah, I said it. It's going to be a flop. Oh, let's see. Uh, Pray for the Devil. That's the big one on October 28th. Surprised they're not releasing another Saw movie. Friday, November 4th. Uh, let's see. Crap, crap, crap. Oh, boy. All crap. Sat now we're in November. Jesus. Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Yes, Wakanda Forever. Friday, November 11th. Woo! Uh-huh. Uh-huh. 
The Chosen, part three. Uh, nothing good for Thanksgiving? Wow. That's crazy. Violent Night. Oh, good. Another Christmas horror film. That's what we need. Where are the good movies? Man, oh, man. December movies suck dick, too. Oh, Avatar. Finally, The Way of Water. I didn't see the first one, so that's right. I didn't see that movie. Holy shit, boy. Man, movies suck this holiday season. So there you go. There's <laughs> Stacy. It is going to be slim pickings out there. Is there going to be uh, to be backlash at The Rock playing a Middle Eastern man? Probably. Oh, I, I'm sure of it. I, I'm still on the fence with that one. I mean, it. I like The Rock. I do like comic book movies, but it's a DC movie, and DC movies have been, yeah. Well, wow. Man, that was, that was a tough segment there. Fucking the movies this year suck. Suck in your gut. It's time for mail call. Don't move. Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Dear Arnie. Well, this is, this is a real letter here, boy. <sighs> my, ha- my son has had his ups and downs with pain meds. This is such a big issue that I wish more people would talk about it. How the family is torn apart, and the only person that can do anything about the addict is the addict. My son will never be addicted again because he's no longer here. But at least he's at peace. Please warn people about this from Shelly. Shelly, I'm I'm so sorry for your loss. Oof. And, and and look, I don't want to make it political. I don't want to do anything like that. But a lot of these deaths that are happening are because people are not taking what they think they're taking. They're buying something, and it's laced with something that's so much stronger and so much more deadly that they did not sign up for that. That's getting into this country one way and one way only. Until something is done about that, then there's not going to be anything done about the pharmaceutical problem in this country. It's horrible, Shelley. I hope talking about it here helps you some way. This is the way you had, and and I'm so sorry for your say. And you're right. You're right. As somebody who was addicted, they look. It does tear people apart because it doesn't care. It just wants it. Now it, it's next fix. It's all it cares about. I know that the happiest I was when I was an addict, when I knew I was about to get some. I could have been feeling like shit for hours beforehand, and once I got that call, uh, yeah, they're in hand. I, I'm on my way. I didn't feel sick anymore. Now I don't feel that sickness anymore because I don't have to use those things. And I'm so glad I don't. 
I'm glad I was given the opportunity to to live through it. And too many of today's kids are not getting that opportunity. The opportunity is being stolen from them, from people in a different country that don't care about anything except making money. And I'm all about being a capitalist, but you can't make your money that way. I'm sorry. How many more of these stories do we have to do? How many more stories do there have to be about rainbow-colored fentanyl coming into this country? And do you know why they're painting it in rainbow colors? They're hoping kids try it. That should tell you everything that you need to know right there. And what are we doing about it? We ain't doing shit about it. We're making it a, a, a political issue that's dividing our country. We both, we, we both sides know exactly what's right and what's wrong on this. How many more stories do you want of 50,000 fentanyl pills being found in your local area by a couple of 20-year-olds? And then they let the 20-year-olds go, and we never hear from the 20-year-olds again. Because most of the time, they're murdered. I'll, I'll just tell you what it is right now. So they get caught, right? And the, the cartel goes, hey, what'd you tell the police? And they're like, nothing. They're like, oh, okay, boom. We're going to cut your face off and sew it to a soccer ball now. Because we don't, make, we, we don't take chances. My ex is still an addict, homeless. I was going crazy for many years trying to help him. I was losing myself, so I let him go. His daughter wants nothing to do with him, and he has no desire to have a relationship with her. It's very sad. No, it is. It is because some people choose it. And when you choose it, it knows it. It makes itself that much more important than everything else. When I was in high school, I remember listening to you talk about kids dying from huffing scotch cleaner. Yeah, oh, I mean, look, this is the thing. We're never, ever going to win this war on drugs. Let's just stop this whole idea about war on drugs. And how about we educate kids on how to do things maybe the right way and not the right way? Because kids are always going to find a way. To give themselves some sort of buzz. I mean, I mean, they they bit into Tide pockets, which you know that ain't gonna taste good. I mean, they'll spin for hours at a time in a chair if that's what it takes to get a buzz. They huff fucking air. People want to escape. I've been railing against China for years. It just keeps getting worse and worse, but we need to do something about this fentanyl stuff. 
There's so much more evil that comes out of China. Yeah, and it comes out of China, and it goes right through Mexico because they knew where we were our most vulnerable, right there. Especially in polit- uh, election times. Because the federal government ain't going to shut the border down. That would, that would go against everything they stood for. Even though they know that's the right thing to do. Kids, the right way to do drugs is with sex and rock and roll. <laughs> the idea, look, look, you can talk to your kids about it, and I, I suggest you do. And you tell them the pitfalls. And you tell them how real it is. And look, I heard all those conversations. But my dumbass had to live it out. I watched how my dad got better in AA. I still drank. I knew that when I, when I found Norcos, I knew I found something that was not good for me. But I said, hey, I'm not drinking. And, and to this day, I'll tell you this right now. If you were to offer me a drink or, or a handful of Nor, I'd take the handful of Norcos. No hangover with that. Oh, man, that's easy. And I get why they were produced. This is where the greed of man comes in, and it bothers me to no end. They knew how addictive these pills were, yet they didn't say anything about it. They knew how addicting all the cottons were, Oxy, Roxy's, whatever the fucking cotton it was. They knew how, how addictive hydrocodone was, the Norcos. They knew how addictive all that was. And they, they hid it. They hid the truth. And that's the reason why I think they should be sued and they should be stripped of everything they have. Because those that medication that you use after you heal from a, a, a surgery is important to the healing process. It helps the healing process if you're not in constant pain the entire time. But they handed those drugs out like they were fucking Pez. People got addicted to it. And then it got too expensive, so then they switched to heroin. Which the high, from what I understand, is way better, and it lasts longer, and it's a whole lot cheaper. Well, I knock on wood that I never went down that road. I was classy. I just took pills. Uh, There's a lot of meth. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Meth is terrible, and you think there's a time that all drugs should be legal. Man, I'm less of a libertarian thanks to the last few years. Yeah, they trick your brain. They still know. They still their way docs uh, still give them out like crazy. They do. And, and, and the reason why they give them out is because they do work. But they don't do anything for the actual pain. It, it, it is a mind trick. And, yes, they still hand them out. Still get them. Just can't get them from dentists anymore. That was my main. Man, I had like four or five dentists. And I hated the dentist. Just would go in there, yeah, man, this tooth is bothering me. 
All right, moving on. Don't move. Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. It's here. Listen up. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Arnie, I love that you are so you. Wearing wrestling shirts and shorts, flipping off the authorities at every chance. Cape up the great job. That is from Thomas. Well, Thomas, I, I'm wearing a Don Rickles shirt today, but I, I will flip off the authorities for you, my friend. Bub, what do you hear? Is there something out there? Bubba, is it a burglar? Is it one who burgles? Uh, Arnie, what would you do uh, if and when you need surgery? Uh, I would take them for the first day and see how I got through that, but I would have somebody giving them to me if I ever did do that. I try not to have any surgeries, though. My man had his wisdom teeth uh, revived at 44 years old. Doc told him there might have been more nerve pain since they'd grown. When it was done, they gave him a bottle of Norco. It was like 25 pills. He flat out told Doc that's way too many. Doc didn't care. He brought him home, took one, and the rest went in the freezer for an emergency. Something out there, Bubba? Go get him. All right, um, me, keep being me. Yeah, oh, believe me. I'm not changing anytime soon. My hardest decision now, it seems like, is which wrestling shirt am I going to wear tomorrow? It's a pretty good life. I got to say. I got to say it's pretty damn good. Man, what wrestling shirt am I going to wear tomorrow? What Ric Flair shirt, woo, am I going to wear tomorrow? You split them in half. He takes half the pills right away, and the other half a few hours later. Ah, uh, all right. Let's see. A couple more emails here. Let's see. Edge here. Listen up. It's time for mail call. It's not bucket. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want, Arnie? I've seen videos like of Steve Harvey telling people what suits they need. You should do that with your style, like with your hats and sunglasses, because as you've said, you are the best-dressed fat guy we know. That's from Todd. Uh, let's see. As someone who's against 100% uh, pharmaceutical meds, I can say pain can be managed without them and even surgeries. Mike had two knee surgeries without any, and he has a uh, broken back and takes no pharmaceutical meds. It can be managed. Oh, it, it can. Sure. I agree. Ain't going to be fun. Ain't going to be like you're at Disneyland. Or maybe it's like you're at Disneyland because I'm uncomfortable at Disneyland. Um, look, this is what you need to know. Look here. If you want to be a better dresser, this is real. Be you. Be exactly who you are. Don't try to be a, a, a shirt and tie guy if you're not really a shirt and tie guy. Um, if you like wearing tennis shoes all the time, you're a big sneakerhead, be a sneakerhead. Don't care about, this is the thing, don't care about what people think, but care about what you think. Do I think that I look good going out in wrestling t-shirts and cargo shorts? Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes it looks pretty damn good. It looks put together. 
I'm always put together. A hat's got to match the shirt. Sunglasses hopefully match somewhat in that, that color scheme. This is the easiest thing you do. Get yourself a black pair of glasses. Get yourself a brown pair of sunglasses. Okay? Get black and brown. Watches. You don't have to spend a lot. Get three watches. If you like gold, get gold. If you like silver, get silver. Get one of those two. Get a black watch. Get a brown watch. Pair of black shoes. Pair of brown shoes. You're good to go now forever. You can just buy whatever you want now because you have all the accessories to match. Now, if you start getting, you know, into your Johnny Deppness, you're going to wear accessories. The one thing I say about accessories, symmetry. Symmetry is everything. If I'm wearing a, a large silver watch, I'll have a large silver bracelet on my other hand. Symmetry. It's aesthetically pleasing. It's what I like. Zach says, good late morning, Arnie. It's 8.55 and OU still sucks. Amen to that. Big game on Saturday. Red River shootout time, baby. Woo! Going to be a beatdown of Oklahoma. Going to be a beatdown of Oklahoma. Might have to call the University of Oklahoma tomorrow. I think we will. But that that uh, honestly, that's all you really need. And and you can go with anything then. I remember my dad used to give me a hard time about my golf shoes. Now I had a lot of golf shoes, but, but my golf shoes were all really fucking cool though. But you have a white pair, you have a black pair, you have a brown pair. That's the way he did it. That <laughs> watch and bracelet act like magnetic poles. They are. Still have a lot of golf shoes. I have a few, yeah. Aren't in very high maintenance? Not really. Red River, do you fight over period juice? No, no, that's the, the river that separates the north and the south. The the good, the south, and the bad, the north. That's why we're known as the Red River Valley. And we're going to beat Oklahoma's ass this year. I say for the one game this year, let's have the Longhorns wear purple just to scare the shit out of Oklahoma. Um, but there you go. So sunglasses, brown pair, bright, black pair, you're good to go. Hats. If you get a black hat and a navy blue hat, you should be good. There you go. There, that, that's all the help you need. I just get fancy with stuff, that's all. Because as... Ready Kid said, I am very high maintenance. Not Bucket, it's time for mail call. Welcome to mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Arnie, will we ever get the good old-fashioned sitcoms like Good Times, Sanford and Son? Now the best we got is... 
Big Bang Theory, which is all right, I guess, but it's not the same. That's from Peter. The, the simple answer, Peter, is no. Uh, the quarterback's supposed to be coming back. Ewan, uh, Quentin, Quentin, Quinn Ewers, he's supposed to be back for this game. We'll see. Um, no, we're never going to get that because not many people realize this, but Richard Pryor wrote for Sanford and Son. If you look back on the writers of Sanford and Son, you'll see some comic legends who actually wrote on that show. Jay Leno was a writer for that show. And shows like Good Times, they had plenty of, uh, of talented writers as well. All those shows had excellent writers who were creative people. Now, I don't know what's happened to those people. But they're gone. And from what I understand, uh, th- this is the main thing is you're not allowed to be funny anymore. You're not allowed to be funny because everybody has feelings now. So you have to manage the funny around feelings. You can't do fat jokes anymore because there might be fat people in the audience watching it who realize that they're fat and people do make fun of them. Oh, my God, what? And they can maybe laugh at that. But no, their feelings get involved. Do you want to know why, in my opinion, shows like Good Times and Sanford and Son worked? You ain't going to like my answer. It's okay. Because the stereotype worked. Poor black family in Chicago living in the projects. We could all picture what that looked like or what what our vision of it was. A man who traded junk in Compton, California, near Watts. And you see Sanford and Son's house, you're like, yeah, I can see that. Guy just selling trash. All I need is law and order. Wait, hold on a second here. I have yet to watch this week's Law and Order. Um, All I need is Law and Order. And reruns of all the classics. Night Court, Police Squad, Golden Girls, Seinfeld, etc. All in the Family. They still show All in the Family reruns? And then every once in a while they throw a show in. And they put enough stereotypes in there, like the way that that George walked and he always called his wife Wheezy, that a black man in America has made it. He lives in a deluxe apartment in the sky high high. But he doesn't live in the penthouse. He's made it, but the the writers aren't going to give him that much because he owns a few dry cleaners. But we can all picture that. See, the sitcoms they give now 
are are make believe. I I think probably one of the best sitcoms in the last twenty years was Modern Family. But they pushed every stereotype on that show, including the bumbling idiot father. By the way, picture the the father is always the bumbling idiot. I mean, Ed O'Neill started it as Al Bundy, and then passed it down to uh, to the the oh goddamn I can't think of his name on Modern Family, but that Thai guy. It comes back in the day had catchphrases like Norm, what you talking about, Willis, or Dynamite. I love showing Sanford and Son to new people. I just watch their reactions to the racist jokes start endless entertainment. The show is fantastic. And 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 I want you to think about something here. This is how fucked up and racist Hollywood was back then, and it still worked. I love Cleavon Little in, in the movie Blazing Saddles. The movie Blazing Saddles is one of the most perfectly made movies that there's ever been. It was supposed to star Richard Pryor. I want you to think about that. I want you to think it, Cleavon Little did a great job, but Richard Pryor's Richard Pryor. Richard Pryor was one of the main writers and was supposed to star in the movie but the the um, the studio had a problem with him, so he was not allowed to star in the movie Blazing Saddles. And Mel Brooks begged him to stay on staff, and he did, and he paid him well. But I want you to think that one of the funniest movies of all time, if not the funniest movie of all time, could have been actually made better. penthouse was owned by philip drummond who adopted two black kids from harlem now now he lived in another deluxe apartment in the sky high high but that was that was another one where where you could see uh that one you're you're starting to kind of you're seeing hollywood kind of you know stretch that that a rich white guy in park avenue is going to adopt two black kids from harlem okay and they really jumped the shark when that redhead kid fucking, what was that, Danny or whatever that fucking kid, Sam. Sam, the little redheaded kid. When when Mr. D got it on with Dixie Carter, yeah. Mr. D throwing that D around. And now how in the hell is 59-year-old Dixie Carter going to have an 8-year-old son? How is that even possible? Should be your damn grandson. Hey, where's all the white women at? Oh, can you imagine Richard Pryor saying that line? (laughs) And who forget the catchphrase from Punky Brewster? Punky, I'm feeling tipsy. You know what that means. Oh, God damn. Oh, man. Oh, and to see what Punky grew grew up to be? Punky gazongas. But see, they don't make TV like that anymore. 
everything's got to be like, you know, kind of reality based or these stupid fucking 911 shows. Now, I still love Chicago Fire and Chicago PD. Don't get me wrong. But I don't think they're anything like the real thing. Now, I like those shows. I, I watch Resident Alien. That's a pretty good show on the Sci-Fi Network. My wrestling. I got wrestling on tonight. Thank God. Tuesday nights suck for me because there's no rest. Tuesday and Thursdays are bad. Oh, oh, new show started last night, though. Uh, Tales from the Territories. On Vice Network. And they were covering the Memphis Territory. Oh, this is back in the old days of wrestling. Oh, it was fantastic. Oh, God, I was just eating it up. Let's not forget the Cosby Show. Now, see, that's where Hollywood started to really stretch. See how far they could take this idea. And now we have a very affluent black family who's a doctor and a lawyer. And all their kids living in a, a very affluent neighborhood in New York. We bought it. We bought the Flossel District because he was America's dad, even though he was raping on the side, Flizzle Dozzle. Little finger bang, poo poo. Resident Alien is hilarious. I liked it better. It, they need to feature Harry more. They, they just need to feature Harry more. Harry is fucking fantastic. The alien is fantastic. Um, is this a very special episode of Alf? Lynn has to try to find out. <laughs> Alf, hey, hey, Willie. <laughs> well, her name, was it Lynn? Was Lynn her name? Hey. Hey, Willie, I'm going to fuck Lynn in the ass tonight, and then I'm going to eat your cat. Oh, I mean a pussy. (laughs) Oh, the old Alf show is just so fun. I stumbled onto Quantum Leap on Peacock, only three episodes so far, but I like it. It's a 2022 reboot. I did not see the original. I remember watching the original with Scott Bakula. It was an all right show. He jumps into people's bodies. Quantum leaps in there. Yeah, all right show. I'm not going to watch the reboot, but. Oh, shit. There's a show I wanted to see that's on Netflix, but I can't remember what it is. Damn it. Well, they have a lot of them. Um, but I, I, I was talking about how. They pushed every stereotype on Modern Family. The two gay guys, they pushed those stereotypes. The hot daughter, the, the smart daughter, the, the dumb kid at the end. He was just going to be as stupid as his father. And they got away with it. They poked enough fun, but they showed enough reverence for it, too. Because if there's not enough reverence for it, then we can't have them just poking fun at it. Unless, of course, it's the stupid male father. More times than not, the stupid male white father. (laughs) 
And I was watching, I, I went out of my way to try not to watch any of these, but I've seen a couple of the dark side of comedies. And they were talking about Richard Pryor. And, and you can't deny that Richard Pryor was just a genius when it came to stand-up comedy. But that genius was also helped, was built by people like Red Fox, you know, and Lenny Bruce even before him. Guys that weren't afraid to say dirty shit. And they said it. I mean, there was a time in this country where we were going to arrest Elvis Presley for dancing on television. By the way, that wasn't even more than 100 years ago. We were going to arrest a man for dancing. We've still got a long way to go. I picture Quantum Leap, the same as Magnum P.I., the same episodes to the T, just different looking people, no creativity. That's the way I didn't watch any of them. I, I wasn't a big Magnum guy anyway. Magnum to me was always kind of like, eh. Yeah, it was CBS's version of somebody cool. Like Hunter. Hunter was cool. Hunter was a fucking washed-out LAPD cop played by former NFL tough guy Fred Dreyer. Hunter was no fucking... There was no funny business with Hunter going on. Hunter was there to get the job done. I mean, I guarantee you he probably cried after this line was spoken in another movie because it, it was about the same time. Can't you see Fred Dreyer saying this? I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Now, look, Roddy Piper did a great job and they live with it. But Fred Dreyer saying that on NBC, awesome. But see, NBC shot themselves too many times. The, the, the stupid ass Simon and Simon, that might have been CBS. But he had Simon and Simon, Riptide. Jake and the Fat Man, and all these crappy shows. Fred Dreyer was also great as the guest sports guy on Cheers. Oh, he was awesome. Fred Dreyer was awesome at everything he did. Don't kid yourself. Magnum was not tough guy compared to Jan Michael Vincent and Airwolf. No. But I mean, I mean, if you're gonna go Airwolf, then you gotta throw A Team in there, just like that Ogre said. The A Team was the truth. The A Team did not have a weak spot on them. See, that's when we got cool shows too. Shit that blew up. We're allowed to have cool shows like that. But now we have to have equal representation and enough girls in there and enough boys in there and girls kissing boys and boys kissing boys and girls and all that kind of stuff. Fall Guy, look, Fall Guy was one of the greatest shows of all time. It it, it should have lasted longer. I wish the networks would have stayed with it longer. I think it could still be on today, probably. Hence why they're trying to make a reboot of it and starring fucking... Ryan, well, not Seacrest, not Ryan Reynolds, the Ryan, 
the other Ryan. The 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 skinny gayer looking one. Why can't I even say it? You guys know who I'm talking about. Not Ryan Felipe. Who is it? Ryan, not Ryan Ryan Gosling. There it is. Ryan Gosling. Yeah, he's going to be starring as Colt Seavers. No. No. I'm tired of these remakes, man. Stay away from the cool guy shit. We don't need any remakes of T.J. Hooker. We don't need remakes of, uh, of A-Team. Go ahead and, and put that movie, that, that, that fucking thing that you're, you're wanting to call, you know, Roadhouse. Roadhouse. Put that on ice. Just don't, don't even film anymore. Just take what you filmed and expose it to light. Don't let anybody ever see it. We will take a standing apology from the Academy for the remake of Red Dawn. But you got to stop. You got to just stop. That's another thing modern shows and movies don't have. Easily identifiable iconic cars. It's just shaky cameras and fourth wall breaking shit. Seriously, the only shows I give a shit about nowadays are Cobra Kai and The Boys. Thank God that MeTV has reruns of A-Team on every night at 5 o'clock when I might have a bit of TV time. There you go. I mean, I love Yellowstone. I go out of my way for that. Tyler Sheridan, he's a good writer, so I, I like all his shows. And all this, I like Mayor of Kingstown. That was pretty damn good. And I'm looking forward to the King of Tulsa. But see, those those are shows that are on, on cable networks where they're allowed to not really give too many fucks. And that's why you don't see shows like that nominated for awards. Because they're not woke enough. I mean, there is not a more popular show on TV than Yellowstone. Yet for some reason, it gets avoided by every fucking... Uh, a award show there is. And that just makes no sense at all. Oh, don't touch Bachelor Party. It's perfect. Oh, look, look. As far as Tom Hanks movies go, I will agree that that probably is the, the most perfect movie ever made, Bachelor Party. Just the hijinks alone. The donkey doing drugs. Don't touch it. Hollywood, no. Don't try to make a bachelorette party. (laughs) Now I've said it, it's going to happen. I'm sorry, Scott. Bachelorette party. Starring all the same broads that are in everything. If you've seen Bridesmaids, you've seen Bachelorette Party. Scarlett Johansson, that could be her. I don't know. They all look the same. The overacting fat actress 
who everybody thinks is cute, but not really ever going to be sexy. Whether that's Rebel Wilson or whatever, what, 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 Melissa McCarthy. It's the same girl, man. Do you want to know why Melissa McCarthy's funny? I'm going to tell you why she's funny. You guys might not like me when I tell you why people are funny. I'll tell you why Melissa McCarthy's funny. Melissa McCarthy's funny because she says the word fuck. That's why. It, it, look, it, there's, no, there's no rocket science to it. She is very funny because she curses. This, is the, this was the gag reel from This is 40. Fuck you, Jill. You're a horrible fucking woman. This is why everybody hates you, Jill. This kind of shit. And she was cracking everybody up. Why? Because she was being real. She was being funny. She wasn't holding back. I, I might think that Melissa McCarthy is gross and fat and all that kind of stuff, but at least she's funny. And you don't have to curse to be funny. But if you can do it in a funny way, I would say do it. I remember I had a conversation with a, a, a guy who I admire greatly and, and look up to in the world of comedy, and that's Carlos Rodriguez. And I asked him because comedians get asked to play a lot of uh, clean shows. And I said, how do you do it? And he said, well, it, it, it's easy because it pays a lot, first of all. And secondly, it, 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 he doesn't like doing it, but it pays a lot. So, of course, he's going to do it. He goes, the reason why I don't really like it is because if I were to hire a plumber to come to your house, wouldn't you want the plumber to bring all his tools? And I was like, woof, I like that. I like that a lot. Either bachelorette or trans batch party or homo bachelorettes. Oh, God. No. 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 Let's not, let, let's not make everything politically correct now. Please, no. Come on.
Why does this song have the same chords as Start Me Up by the Stones? That is a British band. Awesome band. The Cult. Love the Cult. Were they influenced by the Stones? Probably, yeah. So there you go. Influence. Uh, All right, last break of the big show here today. Boy, we got some stupid fucking people out there. First of all, I know that Joe and I are going to talk about this tomorrow. That's right. Lake Tahoe, Joe Murphy and I, who both for the week this week had good weeks, uh, 11 and 5, both of us this week. Going to be talking about quarterback Tua Tagovailoa, who's been told that he needs to retire. After suffering two concussions in four days. The Miami Dolphins have a lot of explaining that they need to do to the football world. First of all, this is the same team, and Tommy and I talked a little bit about this. Um, this is the same team whose last coach left and then sued the league and was suing them, saying that he was told to lose games on purpose. And then they have this Tua thing happen. And if you were watching the game a couple weeks ago, He got sacked. He got hit really hard. And he got up, and he went down, and he got up, and he went down, and he got up, and he started to go down, and one of his players caught him. And that was in the first half. And they brought him out at halftime. And he started the second half and led the team to victory. And then four nights later, he was slung to the ground, hit hit the turf, clean hit, just a football hit. His head hit the ground violently, and he was out. He got that, started doing gang signs with his hands. The the doctor, Doctor Bennett Umalu, who that movie was made with uh, with Will Smith about CTE in in the brains of football players. And, and Will Smith came out and said, oh, I'm surprised that movie wasn't more important. No, it wasn't that important because people don't care about football players and their concussions. They don't. But he came out and says that Tua should retire from the NFL for good of his health. The movie was called Concussion. If you haven't seen it, I don't recommend it. If you love your life, if you love your family, you love your kids, if you have kids, it's time to gallantly walk away, go find something else to do. Now, I got to say, this is the part to me that that is the the worst part about sports or or living your, your dream life is that if and when it has to come to an end, you want to be in control of that end. 
Here Tua was, who won a, a, a national championship. He won a Heisman Trophy, I believe. Did he win the Heisman? He was up for it. His ultimate dream was to play in, in the NFL, and he finally figured it out. They were having success this year, and it's all going to be taken away. Man, oh, man. Tua is very injury-prone. People make their choices to risk their bodies in order to achieve fame and millions of dollars, yeah? We'll see. I mean, look, I don't know if he's going to retire yet or not. I haven't heard. Would I be surprised? No, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, we saw Andrew Luck retire for a lot less. I just think it's a shame because two is finally starting to see some success in Miami, and now it's being taken away. Uh, I'd be suing the league, the doctor, the coach, the team, the stadium, the fucking field judges. Fuck that guy city, uh, selling popcorn would be on my list. He should have not been out there. I, I look, I... I think that this kid has a gigantic lawsuit waiting against the Miami Dolphins and the NFL's bullshit protocol. Look here, a few years ago, Peyton Manning told the truth about it. So what happens is, is that the protocol is this. You, at, you answer a bunch of series of questions your first day in camp. This is honestly how they used to do it. You answer these on the first day of training camp. You haven't been hit yet. Your bell's not been rung. Everything's good. Well, the trick was to answer the questions wrongly, like you would answer them in a game. That way they wouldn't take you out. Those were Peyton Manning's words. What's five plus five? Sky. And they would take their answers, and they would, you know, ship them... If they had to go through the the concussion protocol, to his brother comes out of college and he he's not as good though. I mean he he's showing a little bit of success. I forget where he goes. Didn't he go to like Central Florida or something like that? Hey, he's not the Alabama winning quarterback that that his brother was. And I just think it's a shame that, that he had to do that. Um, the Markles are in the news yet again. The Duchess on her latest broadcast of Archie Types podcast. Now, is this a dig at the queen or not? You make the call. Oh, wow, sweet. We have a you make the call. Kick ass. We haven't done one of these in a while. I don't even know if I can find them now. Oh, here we go. You make the call. Did Meghan Markle take a shot at the the monarchy when she said, be yourself no matter what any social framework tells you and disregard the loud voice coming from a small place? You make the call. So, did she take a shot at the Royals with that or not?
What call did you make? Uh, let's see. Um, Hangtown Jen says, yes, I think she did. Swoosh says, definitely. Scott says, yes, shots fired. I would have to concur. Be yourself no matter what any societal framework tells you. Like a queen. What is yes uh, uh, for 200, Alex? 106.2% chance of yes. Yeah. Boy, man, she didn't even let that body get cold in the ground before she starts taking fucking shots. Let's see. Be yourself. That That's her telling, I'm going to be myself. I'm going to be true to my sister self. Disregard the loud voice coming from the small place. That had to be the queen. She was a loud voice, but a small woman. Woo! Oh, boy. King Chuck ain't going to like that. King Chuck is like, come on. Can I find a fucking pen to work, first of all? And secondly, come on. You're taking a shot at my mama? I mean, you ain't taking a shot at the queen no more. You're taking a shot at my mom. Boy, oh boy. I I don't see a lot of royal fucking uh, amenities coming back to that fucking family anytime soon. If she had just said, no matter what society, but societal framework, it says monarchy. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. And by the way, this is why her fucking show is so terrible and awful. This episode explored the dragon lady stereotypes with journalist Lisa Ling and comedian Margaret Cho. Why is Meghan Markle doing a, a, what are the stereotypes in Hollywood like for Asian women? Why is she doing that? Has she forgot about all her sisters? Boo the monarchy. King Chuck needs to clap back. Oh, I think he will. They're going to be off the royal website soon. Uh, The second half to me was her way of being able to say I was referring to the small voice in your head, uh, the voice of doubt, but first half is framework part that kills it. Yeah. King Chuck is going to send Megan in a limo ride with a drunk driver and no brakes. Hey, Megan, you ever been to France? Oh, man, if those fucking jokes came out, that'd be great. I could I could live all year on Meghan Markle fucking car accident jokes. To be fair, to be fair, to be fair... Uh, Megan, she is an American, and we did rebel from the monarchy. It's in her blood, even if she's married into it. <laughs> Good to see Margaret show got off her shift at Denny's to do her show. <laughs> Margaret show is garbage. Oh. And, and you know what? You know, that that is so funny if you think about it. You know how I talk about how 
the cabinetry of the United States, uh, the, the United States cabinet right now is the United Colors of Benetton. That's all that comedy is, too. If you look at comedy, the, the, the funniest people, we, 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 we can all gravitate to the funniest people. If there's a comedy show and there's six comedians, we all know who the funniest comedian is. And it's because we all have these interests that we want to root for our guy. I want to root for the heavyset white guy at the end. That's who I want to root for. Oh, I want to root for the Korean woman. Even though, I mean, you think about it. Margaret Cho, as much as people want to say, and, and she is terrible, she's awful, but she's made a shit ton of money. And to do that as a female Korean comedian, that's a, that's a tremendous accomplishment because you don't really represent anybody. Nobody knows what you represent. But she's done it. Does she play the stereotype? Well, yes, she does, and that's why she gets paid a lot of money. Margaret Cho is so bad, she's the only Asian actor that wasn't in Beautiful Rich Asians. That's the guest that Meghan Markle had on. They paid how much for this podcast, and she pulls deep into the penny jar for Margaret Cho. Well, don't forget she had some other lady, too, talking about the dragon lady stereotype for Asian actresses. Here's another. Let me just say this. I'm letting a lot of truths out there today because I'm just tired of this world being so fucked. You, you have this stereotype of the dragon lady, this exotic woman from the East, because that's what, that's what the fantasy is. So until you change the fantasy, you're not going to change the narrative. Sorry, that fantasy ain't going anywhere. There's a lot of people in the U.S. of A. that have yellow fever. Off topic, I know. Did you see that Gavin Newsom agreed to debate Brian Dell, but only on the radio? Like, who listens to the radio in 2022? And only during football? I think that Gavin doesn't want anyone to know that there's another option for governor. I didn't even realize there was one. That's funny. Now, something that shouldn't shock anybody, uh, I'm kind of shocked that it happened here, but New York University, NYU, very prestigious college, very, very accredited school. Their organic chemistry professor was recently fired after 82 students signed a petition to get rid of him for making the class too hard. Oh, no. As the leading academic defends his teaching methods and blames quality of intake. 
uh, guys, guys, can we sign this petition and get rid of the professor because his class is just too hard. Maitland Jones Jr. was fired from NYU after uh, 82 of his 350 students signed a petition claiming that the materials for his organic chemistry class were too hard and blamed Jones for their poor test scores. Mr. Jones, Professor Jones, taught at Princeton before moving to a yearly contract teaching at NYU and later wrote a 1,300-page textbook on the subject that he taught. Wow, you'd figure that somebody who wrote a textbook on the subject that they're teaching might know a thing or two about that. Jones says he's noticed students struggling to reintegrate into in-person classes. He noticed this a decade after he noticed that uh, the focus among his students was gone. Former students uh, defended him, citing poor conduct from students. They they fired a guy because the, the school said he was too tough. I need to go back to school right now. I need to go back to school right And I'll tell you what, I'm going all the way back to high school. I I, I wanna I wanna get new fucking uh new new scores, new test scores. I, I, I need all that stuff because I, I should be a doctor. Let's see, but they made the classes too hard. So y'all pay me for what a brain surgeon makes because that's what I was going to be. But I didn't become it because it was too hard. But I still deserve the money for it, even though it was too hard. If you get a California mail-in ballot, will you still vote in California? No, I won't. I, I, I won't do that. Fucking NYU, man. I tell you what, if I'm fucking failing any of my classes, I just got to fucking get some weed. Maybe a few alcoholic with some wine coolers to some kids. Fuck, I can get all my professors fired. Reintegrate to in-person. He means not giggling and cheating their way through class while at home unsupervised. Hence, not learning, rather cheating. Hell, I watched my kid do it. Can 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 we just let let let? I, I want to take a minute here. I, I I really need to take a minute here because I'm I'm tired of hearing about something. Time to get the masters from UT and coming this summer. Ernie states in the summer hit movie back to school too. Um, we need to stop with this. This bullshit excuse of reintegrating into school. Or, oh, we, we, we blame the lockdowns for not knowing. We knew how to act before the lockdowns. The lockdowns didn't change anything. Oh, we have to reintegrate into society. I don't know if I can do that. Why can't you do that? Are, are, are you hard of adapting? Uh, are you hard of going back to the way it used to be? Where you would come into work, you would shower, you would clean yourself, you would wear clean clothes, you would go into work, you would do your job for the day, 
Then you would go home, spend time with the family, go to bed, wake up the next day, go to work. Do, do you not remember that? Because that's the way that was the way of the world for, I don't know, at least 50, 60 years. And you're telling me that one pandemic has wiped that out. We don't know how to do any of that shit anymore. Really? Really? Well, they need to take they need to learn how to reintegrate and reintegrate. What does that mean? You know what I learned from the pandemic? This is what I learned from the fucking pandemic. First of all, the teenagers did not give a fuck. Every shopping mall, when we came back to Texas, it was near the, the, the mid to end of the, the pandemic. And they didn't have mass bullshit everywhere here. I'll never forget, we went to this mall. And it's one of the bigger malls. It's up in Plano. And that mall was fucking packed. Fucking packed. Packed. Loaded to the gills. And people had masks on. Some people didn't. And now we can't reintegrate into society. My ass, we can't reintegrate into society. We liked working from home because, as Jen said, we could cheat and get shit done and not have to show our work. Working from home is awesome. I ain't going to lie. I ain't going to lie at all. It's the, it's the most fantastic thing in the world. But don't lie and say you can't reintegrate to your workplace. Arnie needs to get practicing his triple Lindy. Oh, shit. They fired a teacher because he was too hard. Boy, I tell you what, you people and these kids that you're raising, boy, they have no shot when the real world gets a hold of them. That's all I got to say. And it, it does happen. See, the bad part is a lot of us don't get to see it when that karma happens to these people, when they're introduced to the actual real world. And that real world that doesn't give a fuck about you your feelings, your mama, your daddy, your grandma, none of that. And it happens to them. And you can tell it happens to them because they they change as a person. They're not the same fun-loving person that they were. This is a, a, a time of adjustment for them to realize how fucked up the world is. This is the kind of person you'd always ask, like, hey, is everything okay? And they're like, yeah, just figuring some things out because the real world happened to them. Mama wasn't there to clean up a work incident. Daddy wasn't there to help, you know, with this, that, or the other. You had to face something on your own, and it fucked you up. I learned from the pandemic that if there's ever real bioweapon illness that was highly infectious, we would all be dead. I can tell you how many mass retards I saw touching things with bare hands. Oh. Bare hands, open eyes, open ears. We're done for. 
It's nice to work from home, but in my line of work, I'm able to help my team more when I'm in the office versus at home. Those 82 students were the ninth place participation trophy recipients as kids. Yeah. Oh, oh, easily. And, and, and their parents put their awards up. And they praise ninth place. Look, you can raise you can raise winners, or you can raise fucking losers. And winners don't mean they win all the time. Winners know what it's like. Winners don't put up fifth place trophies. Winners don't like to show off failures. And by the way, by the way, by the way. Like I said, winners don't always win, but they know how the game is played. That's the main thing. They lose, they lose, they hold their head up with dignity when they lose, and they move on. They don't celebrate that they're in fourth place. Woo, fifth place. Man, that's an improvement from eighth last year. Yeah, that's like moving from your cousin to your sister. And my generation did it. That, that's the hardest part that I have to live with is that my generation did this. My generation was the parents in charge of trophies. Made sure every kid got one even though my generation was probably one of the most competitive generations ever. But it's neat to get a trophy. We all want trophies. No, you can't have them. All right, let's see. Uh, the real world is coddling them. My brother is a front-end manager for a grocery store. These kids come in late, take long and extra breaks, all because they need a safe space or are stressed. My brother can't even discipline them. See, and that, that, this is the problem, is that that's not the real world, swoosh. It, it seems like a version of the real world, but it's because that business doesn't have balls. There are plenty of businesses out there that have balls that would be punishing them. And they're in areas that would support the business for punishing them. But that happens to be a place where the real world is being whitewashed by a bunch of people that don't want people to realize how rough life is. And I don't, I, I don't do this lightly, and I don't make fun of suicide because I, I attempted it, and I was very serious with my attempt. I think that we're going to see that drastic, drastically go up when people realize how bad the real world really is. How much mommy and daddy protected them, how much the schools protected them from everything. Now, I got to tell you, th this next story is, a, I don't need too much convincing here. 
a gang of six women wearing neon green bodysuits beat and robbed two 19-year-old women on a New York subway early Sunday in a bizarre caught-on-video attack. So first of all, it's a bunch of chicks wearing these these lime green bodysuits. Now, if I see a group of six people getting on a train that are all wearing the same outfit, I am hoping that train is going to stop very soon because usually that's some sort of cult, which means A, they're going to talk to me, or B, they're going to try to mutilate my flesh into something that's worth eating, or possibly it's a random group of people that want to fucking beat me and steal my things if it's not a terrorist group willing to blow up the train that I'm on. The mother of one of the victims told the Post that what happened on the train was absolutely disgusting and that the gang in green needs to be held accountable. Well, this one gal didn't get the fucking memo. She damn took her mask off. Hey, dummy, put everything on. By the way, terrible outfits, too. I mean, that one's going to be easy to spot from far away. Like, if these gals in green grow up, go out there to do another assault, all it's going to take is the one that's lagging behind, and I know which one that is, that non-mask wear. She's going to be seen running into a subway station. Some cops going to go, wait a second, she was wearing all neon green. Where there's one, there's five more. The video looked like six Lizzo's trying to be the Blue Man group. Is there video on this plane? It's not playing. Damn thing. But I mean, like, like that that's an awful thing to wear. Okay, we're gonna all get green. Why 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 green? Why don't we all get black? Well, because green stands out. Yeah, exactly. That's why you don't get green. Miss Johnson, have you ever purchased a, an all-green bodysuit? Well, well, no. No. Well, well, ma'am, you're, you're seeing pictured in this with it. Well, I didn't buy it. I stole it. Did they think that they're, like, doing a weather report behind them and they weren't going to be seen? The green, green boat won't be held accountable. Hell, look at how people get away with shoplifting right now. Assaults are a little different. They're, they're having a better run in New York uh, over these assaults that are happening. Especially if it's black on Asian crime, they're really going after that one. Green is for the wish crips. <laughs> yeah, they, they are punishing a lot of people in New York. If it's a black-on-white crime, they aren't really fighting it that much. Black-on-black crime, of course, they're not going after that. But black-on-Asian crime, yes. White-on-black crime, uh, of course. that That's a hate crime. Black-on-white crime, not, not a hate crime, though. I know, it, it, like, you have to have the decoder ring like I have. 
to understand it all. Uh, that is going to do it for the show today. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. Uh, we will be back tomorrow. Same Arnie time, same Arnie channel. Look at that. You made it through a hump day. You're halfway through the work week, people. You are going to make it. Please remember that every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So until tomorrow, have a fantastic hump day, as family, and adios. There wouldn't be no Alamo No Cowboys in the Super Bowl No Lonesome Dove, no Yellow Rose If it wasn't for Texas I wouldn't be a Willie fan Nobody swam the Rio Grande I wouldn't be an American If it wasn't for Texas Fort Worth would never cross my mind There'd be no Austin City limit sign No Lone Star Come if it wasn't for Texas. I've never gone to Tennessee to sing my songs and chase my dreams. Only heaven where I'd be if it wasn't for Texas Fort Worth would never cross my mind There'd be no Austin City limit sign And no Lone Star of any kind If it wasn't for Texas It made me the man I am Thank God for my old stomping ground I wouldn't be standing right here right now If it wasn't for Texas If it wasn't for Texas If it wasn't for Texas
Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.